Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Evan Giddings and Shamari Block with you here on 95.7 The Game, taking you up until 5 o'clock, taking your calls at 888-957-9570. Shamara, we, we kind of unlocked Pandora's box here. We're trying to get into the reasoning behind why the war, like why they have not been able to develop the, the next superstar yet, the, 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 the contributors to this team that were supposed to be in Kaminga, Wiseman, and Moody. We only saw a combined four minutes between the three of them last night against Cleveland. And again, though, it's not even that they developed them into superstars. It's that they haven't even been able to develop them into competent NBA role players, right? Like that That's what we're asking out of these guys. You got Steph Curry's the star of this team. Andrew Wiggins is the other probably second-best player, especially if you consider his two-way capabilities. Just, hey, get out there, play 15 minutes, don't blow it. They can't do that. They can't go out there for 15 minutes in an NBA game against an NBA team and not blow it. And that's problematic. Well, let's see if we can get some help from our listeners. Again, 888-957-9570. That's also the number for the Xfinity Mobile text line. Let's start with Mark and Vallejo, who's been hanging on a bit here, wants to talk about Kaminga and Wiseman. Mark, what's up? You're on 95.7 The Game with Evan and Shamari. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Great show on this beautiful Saturday. Um, Look, I think there's a fourth thing here which may be different than Shamari's hypothesis, and I just think that they went for high upside athleticism over experience. And so the issue is, is that... What is it? Kaminga played 12 games in the D-League. Wiseman played three college games. Even Moody just played a year. The issue is is I think these guys all need to go maybe rotationally through the D-League, get 20 games in down there, and then you see what you've got. I think it's premature to have high expectations with respect to what they're going to accomplish right now because they aren't ready. We could have drafted Davion Mitchell or Halliburton or players that had multiple years of college experience, and I think you'd have a different deal. But management went for the high upside uh, relative to the draft picks, which doesn't optimize the you know the window of Curry. It's a good point, Mark, from Vallejo. Appreciate it. He touches on an interesting point, Shamari, and that's, that, that's, that's kind of my next question is, okay, so if Steve Kerr is a guy that is throughout his tenure here, leaned on veterans, not only as his stars, but also as his role players. And he's showing you this season, Ty Jerome, who played at UVA under a pretty competent head coach, Tony Bennett. Anthony Lamb, who played four years at Vermont, who's already been in the league last year, as we talked about before the show. GP2, although he was an in-and-out guy in a lot of lineups, he was 28 years old when he came to the Warriors. Otto Porter Jr. had already spent time. He played in the playoffs with Washington. A guy like Bielitsa's... I mean, not necessarily a star player, but he'd been in the league for multiple years. This year, you're seeing more Ty Jerome and Lamb than Kamenga, Moody, and Wiseman. If that's the case, why in the draft are you going to select, as as Mark puts it, high-risk, high-reward players that don't necessarily fit with the current window that Curry has kept open for now 13 seasons? At the end of the day, virtually anybody, maybe maybe someone would have taken LaMelo Ball. Anthony Edwards, he was the first guy going. He was gone. Then you get into the question of Ball or Wiseman. Now, I'll be honest. Everybody thinks LaMelo Ball is killing it, and, and he is in the sense that he gets, the, he gets to handle the ball, so he gets a lot of assists. He makes plays. He sucks on defense. 
He's, he's currently been out, but yeah, his first couple of years he's been... Well, but do you think LaMelo Ball, being a guy that needs to have the ball in his hands, would fit on this team? Do, do you think that even Anthony Edwards on this team, the, the scoring punch and all the athleticism, do you think that... I think the problem isn't that the, the, the guys are inexperienced and things like that. I think what they needed to draft was was role players and they drafted potential stars. <laughs> and a guy like Kaminga, you see Kaminga gets the ball, he wants to go up with it. He wants to go put a move on somebody. He's not fitting the mold of what Anthony Lamb does where it's like, okay, I'm going to hold the ball, I'm going to pass it, I'm going to make the correct pass. Kaminga, he lives in a world where that doesn't matter. And one thing that Mark said that a lot of, I've heard over and over again, people say, oh, maybe they should go to the G League and learn. If you are Jordan Poole and you're 6'5", and you're pretty quick, but you're not like massive and overly athletic, you can refine your shot in the G League. If you're Jonathan Kaminga and James Wiseman, you're a a 24-year-old playing against 8-year-olds. You're not going to learn anything except for that you are far superior to everybody in the G League and that you don't need the form. Like I remember playing football in high school versus college, okay? It's like in high school, the guard comes to block you, and you push him over, and then you tackle the running back. <laughs> in college, a guard comes to block you. If you don't have your form right, you're getting put on your butt. You get what I'm saying? And Wiseman and Kaminga in particular played in the G League. They're 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 playing high school kids. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna dunk over everybody. I'm gonna run over and through and around and past everyone. And they're not going to develop the same way a Ty Jerome or a Jordan Poole or an Anthony Lamb would. Well, they can work on their individual skills, and I I do want to push back a little bit. Like like the G League is not like you're going from you're not playing like they're not on varsity, and the rest of the G League is JV. Like like Chris Middleton came from the G League. Yeah, but but if you are, I'm saying that if you're Jordan Poole, you're a Ty Jerome. Yes, if you're James Wiseman, you're seven foot one. You have almost an eight foot wingspan, and you have the quickness of probably an average G League guard. It's different. It just hits different. Well, but okay, so but Jonathan Kaminga wasn't averaging thirty points in the G League when he's when he's playing down there last year. Like, so I no, I I, I think the G League is valuable. To me, it comes down to they need to play. Like, I, I don't care where it is. Obviously, mm-hmm. you'd love to have it be at the NBA level, but right now, a three and seven start with those guys in the rotation tells you you, you can't play them. Otherwise, you might you know cost your team some wins. So where do they need to play? The next step is going to be Santa Cruz. Unfortunately, that's the only place right now it seems like they're going to be playing. I'm not sure why, but we're going to try and, of course, figure it out up until 5 o'clock here on 95.7 The Game. Uh, Up next, Brenda in San Jose has been holding on. I want to get her on. Brenda wants to talk about the Warriors bench. What's up, Brenda? You're on with uh, Shamari Block and Evan Giddings here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, guys. Um, Yeah, I'm just really surprised because I thought uh, when the Warriors got Jermichael Green, he was supposed to be like the Otto Porter guy that could come in, play some defense, spot up threes, and he's not even in the rotation, and he's also putting pressure on the younger guys. I mean, he could have been that guy that had come in and still – um, the younger guys could come in and, have, and play a little. Now none of them are playing, and it's putting more pressure on the starters. As far as Clay, I mean, Clay went through this last year when he first came back. You know, he was missing everything he put up, and as the year progressed and the playoffs, he got better and better. So I'm really not concerned about Clay's playing right now. Clay will be there when we need him to be there the most. Um, the young guys, I think they do. They're not playing here. So if you can send one down for a few games in the G League while the others are up here, you know, kind of trade them off because they need time. And unfortunately, for the, fortunately or unfortunately, they got drafted to a very good team. Whereas if they had gone to Houston or some other Detroit or some other um, – bad team, they would be playing and getting that experience. And these spot-up minutes that they're getting right now um, isn't helping them. It's just not helping them. They need more run. And I think 
you know, alternating them down to the G League, G League would be, you know, helpful for them. That's okay. all. Okay. Yeah, no, appreciate that, Brenda. Some interesting thoughts there. To me, Shamora, something that I just I just thought of listening to, to Brenda was, okay, if you had to prioritize guys that need to get right on this team, obviously Stephen Curry is not in that category. Looking at the rest of the roster, Andrew Wiggins, I would say, doesn't need to be in that category. I think Draymond Green has played, has played pretty well. Maybe not at the DPOY level he was before last year's injury, but he's playing pretty good basketball. Last night he had 13 assists, zero turnovers. He had a double-double. He, he, he looks all right. He, he looks a 32-year-old version of Draymond Green. That leaves Klay Thompson, who Brenda thinks is going to get right by the playoffs. I, I, I hope he does. I certainly am, am praying for him. Jordan Poole, he's, he's been underwhelming thus far compared to last season, right? You're looking at, and then you're looking at the young guys. You're looking at Kaminga, Wiseman, Moody. If you have to prioritize who you want to basically get back on track or develop, get back to playing their best version of themselves at this point, you're, you're going to pick Clay and Poole, right? Like, you're, you're going to pick those guys. You're going to pick people that can help you in the playoffs. Well, but you're also going to pick them because they have a track record of doing this. You know, that they're, they're, they're playing below what expectations are right now. Yeah, no, no, they are, yeah. but but they need minutes to figure that out, right? Absolutely, and, and yes. They, and, yeah. and because of their track record, they deserve minutes to figure that out, right? No, absolutely. Well, that, that as leaves, many as it takes. That, that leaves le- Exactly, as many as it takes. That leaves less minutes for everyone else, especially the guys who... Don't have a track record, unfortunately, because they haven't played. Whether James Wiseman's been hurt, Jonathan Kaminga hasn't proven he can be on the floor for more than apparently, unfortunately, four minutes at a time like he was last night. Moses Moody is still a little perplexing to me, but I understand he's lower on the pecking order than those other two high-end first-round picks. So if there's not that many minutes to go around, I, I, I can see people saying, well, then why the hell are you giving 24 minutes to Anthony Lamb? Well, I don't know, but but here's the question I want to ask you. And, and this is the thing that, I, honestly, I don't know the answer to this. I've thought about this. I've kicked this around. You go into a seven-game series against the Memphis Grizzlies. Your rotation is a starting five, Looney, Looney, Steph, blah, blah. And then the other three players are Anthony Lamb, Dante DiVincenzo. And Jordan Poole. Jo- and Jordan Poole. Can you beat the Memphis Grizzlies? Yes. Because I feel like in in order to beat a team like the Grizzlies, in order to beat a team like the Clippers, because of not just the basketball smarts that the players they have on their team, but also the length and the switchability and all the things they do, and everybody on that Grizzlies team can shoot and defend, and everybody on that Grizzlies team is like 6'8". You need a Kaminga or a Moody, or a Wiseman to help you match that athleticism. Same thing goes for the Clippers, just because they got the two the two big, like, two top 10, 15 players on their teams that are about, you know, like like uh, wing players that are long, that are athletic, that can shoot, that can defend. I think that an Anthony Lamb or even a Dante DiVincenzo, they don't, they don't stand up to teams like that. They, they will be overwhelmed by the size and the length of a team, and you need at least one guy, one guy in the mix that is big, athletic, and and can move. Now, the problem is, is that right now, the the three options for whatever reason, and again, I I don't know what it is, but something is something was done wrong. Something was done seriously wrong. Those three guys are in that. And I don't want to hear it's because they're first year players. There are guys that are first-year players, albeit they get to be the guy on a on a bad team. I get that. There are guys that are in their second year that are playing competent NBA caliber, just NBA, again, the C student, okay? C-level basketball IQ. There are guys in their second year that are playing at that level, and none of these guys are. Moses Moody does it in spurts sometimes. Well, and that's why, unfortunately, I would rather prioritize the A students. I would rather prioritize the guys that can become A students as quickly as possible. But, because- you, can, but you can win, Evan, with what? Jordan Poole. Exactly. 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 So far, they can, can win, win with, with those that. five guys, with those six guys, with those seven guys. Kaminga, Wiseman, and Moody did not contribute all that much to last year's championship. But you had Otto Porter out the door. You had you had GP two out you, the door. You beat Memphis without GP two. He broke it. He broke his hand in, in game one or game two. Like like you won. Ooh, you won series. You beat maybe the the most difficult opponent in your path outside no, of the no, finals. Oh yeah. Without heavy minutes from some of those guys. Like to me, I would rather th- this is on the starters, and mm. that's why. 
I, I do think there is more pressure on Clay Thompson because he is going to ask to be a starter. He's going to be asked to play 35 minutes in a playoff game. And you need him to be last year's Clay Thompson, not so far of what we've seen this season from Clay Thompson. I want to get back out to the phone lines. Tim in Carolina, North Carolina, pardon me, has Ooh. been hanging on. He's been very patient. We appreciate you, Tim. He's been a regular caller at this station. Tim wants to talk about the Warriors bench here on 95.7 The Game. Tim, what's going on? What's up, guys? Hey, I appreciate y'all calling. I mean, get me on. I called a show before you guys, and I, honestly, to me, Kaminga has already proven to me. Last year, he averaged 17 minutes a game. I love seeing him play. I, I, he, to me, has proven he can play in this league. Kaminga, right now, his confidence has been absolutely shot and destroyed. Any of us that knows basketball and have played this game, when you go out there and you own eggshells and playing on eggshells, and you know one mistake, you are out. Guys, I, I, that is hard for anybody. I think I take Kaminga as one of these guys with ultimate confidence. But if you saw the play last night when Jordan Poole kind of made the fake and then went the other way, and Kaminga threw the ball out of bounds, the look on his face, he knew he was coming out. I, in North Carolina, knew he was coming out and wasn't going back in. So imagine how he feels. These young guys, and you guys brought up, you just made a point about I, I don't care where you're drafted and, and these players, you, you can play competent basketball. Let's be honest. If Anthony Edwards, and there was a chance we could have drafted him, if we drafted Anthony Edwards on this team, we would not see the Anthony Edwards we see right now. He wouldn't even be starting. If Kate Cunningham played on this team, guys, he wouldn't be starting. He'll be a 10- to 15-minute role player. You don't understand the significance that that can do to a basketball player, guys. Moses Moody was a role player since high school. He played with Kay Cunningham. He played with uh, Scotty Barnes. He's been a role player since high school to Arkansas to the NBA. Now we are asking Jonathan Kamingo, James Wiseman, they have to reprogram everything about who they are to learn to be role players and not only be role players, be role players on a team with Steph Curry and, and all of these superstars that they grew up playing video games with these guys on the TV screen. So, to me, Kaminga is just a confidence thing. I, I, he's proven he could play in the league. But we got to understand that how deep that goes. This is just not some, what are they doing wrong? What are they doing wrong? Are they not working hard? Are they not doing this? Guys, that's big time. And we can't just, just throw that to the side. Think about it. Anthony Edwards on this team right now, we wouldn't know who he is. And that's real. Hey, I've, Tim, Hey Tim, really quick. Hey, hey, hang yeah. on to them, uh, Tim, really quick. Sir. I want to ask you, I'm just curious. Do you think that, A, for the good of their careers, and B, for the good of the team, that the Warriors would be better served taking a Wiseman and or a Kaminga and getting some role player, you know, like a person who is spiritually a role player who's like like Moody, and then giving them to a team where they can go out and be the lead guy on a team? I'm glad you asked me that. So this is where it comes, right? So for me, I'm a fan, big-time fan. What we're seeing right now technically should have happened last year, right? Everybody thought this would be last year, but we won the championship last year. These growing pains was inevitably going to happen. Now, me personally, I'm willing to see it through because I want to see it through. This is That's a Joe Lacob question. I will tell you this. If I'm Jonathan Kaminga's agent or James Wiseman's agent, especially Kaminga, because no matter what y'all say, Kaminga averaged 17 points on the championship team and got a ring in his rookie year. If I'm their agent and this was to continue, I would behind the scenes be like, look, get my guy out of here. Like, God, this is real. All of these stars you just named, Evan Mobley, all these guys we just saw in these drafts, you're right. They are out there playing. And my guy who was just as highly thought of, he gets three minutes, makes a mistake, and he's done and over. I mean, I would almost be advocating behind the scenes to get my guy out of there. But Joe Lacob, I think Joe Lacob sees a future, and I don't know how far in advance he sees that future. He sees a future with Moody, Wiseman, Kaminga, Jordan Poole. But I don't know, man. I mean, these guys are going to we, – we don't have two or three, four years. These young fellas are going to want to play. They see their peers out here balling. You know what, and Tim? It's kind of interesting. Thing. Yeah, no, thanks. It's kind of interesting, thanks. Tim. Yeah, Appreciate thanks. the call. Because Bob Myers has never said two timelines. Two timelines is a thing – I think Steiny came up with. That. I think that's the first person I heard say it. No, I think it was. I think it might have been from from Twitter. But from Twitter. But, but either way, no, you're right. The front office has never explicitly said they're operating on two different timelines. Yeah, but everybody has this uh, idea, and I kind of feel like the thing that that is 
to Tim's point, and kind of a thing that we talked about during a commercial break, is I think that I think that Wiseman and Kaminga, like Wiseman is a guy, at least in his mind, that I'm a guy you give the ball to. I'm a playmaker. I am a an alpha on this team. I think that Kaminga has that same mentality. And I think that that hurts them in on this team because <laughs> the alpha is Steph Curry. And the alpha, to a lesser degree, is is Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green. You you guys aren't even, like, I don't know, Charlies, Deltas. You're somewhere down the food chain. And some people, I feel, can adjust to that. But I think that a guy like Wiseman, you talk about the body language we see. Everybody, oh, he slumps his shoulders and whatnot. I don't think that's because, you know, Draymond Green's yelled at him or anything like that, even though Draymond Green goes too far with that sometimes. I think it's a matter of I I have failed. I was supposed to come to the NBA and tear the league up, and I'm not tearing the league up. And that is, you know, like he has that mentality that can cut two ways because it can give you the supreme confidence where I'm just going to keep going. But I think also when that doesn't happen, then it it eats at you a little bit. Well, I can also see, look, I can see Jonathan Kaminga, who last season, Tim Tim is right, he didn't average just 17 points. I think he meant to say 17 minutes per game. Yeah. Um, but Jonathan Kaminga was brought on slowly last year. Like I'm looking at at his at the games he played, he didn't start or play significant minutes in a game until the 20th game of the season against Toronto, in which none of the starters played. Like that's going to be exactly how this season is going to go until Jonathan Kaminga shows that he deserves more minutes alongside like Curry, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney. Like Kaminga's not getting on the floor and cracking big minutes with those guys still being healthy. The reason why he played so much last year, and I appreciate Tim's point, I understand where he's coming from. You want these guys to play, but right now, again, like we talked about in the previous segment, there's just not that minute, many minutes to go around, well, and you can't be handing them out just because the guy's a first-round pick. Well, but everybody talks about the New Orleans game, the Pelicans game. Oh, Kaminga, he scored 18 points. He did. Yeah, he, he played 36 minutes, right? He played. Yeah, he played 38, I think, or 30, he played 30. We'll say 36, 38, somewhere about there. Played big minutes. He played starter minutes. He's six foot eight. He is uh, out of this world athlete, and he got four rebounds. Now, 18 points. That's great. That's great. You don't get to be a. Uh, you don't get to be a power forward in the NBA, and you're not considered a good one. If you average 18 points and four rebounds a game, that if you're a guard, that's fine. Maybe even if you're a, if you're a small forward, that might be fine. Kaminga has holes in his game. He just he does he does, and maybe the rebounding thing, you know, it was a game. Maybe because he was I don't know. Maybe that was a, an anomaly though. But Kaminga is not a perfect player, and and I don't know. And I wonder if. I wonder if there's a level of engagement involved with this because, again, oh, if you go out and you let him play 35 minutes, he tears it up. But you got to be able to come in for 10 minutes and also tear it up, and that's what he doesn't do. Yeah, no, and that's what they're waiting to see. Look, I'll, I'll give credit to Steve Kerr in this sense. The beginning of the season, Kaminga was first off the bench or second off the bench behind Poole. He brought him on in the first half, as he did against Cleveland. Now, he only gave him four minutes against Cleveland, but second game of the season against Denver, he played nine minutes in the first half and then didn't see the floor in the second half because the nine minutes in the first half, like you're saying, in this small chunk, he could not replicate the production necessary for him to contribute in that role. They're trying Right now, they don't need him to play starter minutes. They will on back-to-backs when Clay and Curry and Wiggins and Draymond rest like they did against New Orleans. That right now is his role, and while I understand why Kaminga is not satisfied with that, that's also the reality if this team wants to use their quote-unquote second timeline <laughs> to advance and and kind of alleviate some of the health and pressure off of the starters. Uh, I do want to sneak Dre from Lamore in, who's been on hold for a while just before the break here. Uh, Dre from Lamore, you're on 95.7 The Game with Evan and Shamari. What's going on, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, I think Kerr coached almost the perfect game last night. The referees were bad. You know, you can always blame the referees on a loss. The referees sucked. We won. Uh, what he's doing with the rookies, he has to do. Let's take Lamb, for instance. I guess Lamb did four years in college. 
he hit some big threes. I would rather have him out there than Kaminga, who looks lost at times. And uh, let's say Wiseman. Wiseman has absolutely no hands. So it's <laughs> tough to get those guys in. And last night was pretty much a must-win. I don't think Cleveland's a bad team. They're a really good team. And let's look at it this way. They were in like a must-win because they were just lost two games in a row, and they definitely didn't want to go out losing three. So they were playing their hardest. Kerr put in the players he needed to put in. It's hard to get those rookies in or second-year guys. But, hey, like you guys said earlier, they, uh, they're on the wrong team to get minutes at this point. But they will get them on games where we don't need them as bad or we need to rest the other guys. I think things are looking on the upside, and they will come around. I do miss Otto Porter. I don't know what's going on with you, Michael Green. But the Warriors will be all right, and those kids will be all right. Thank you. Appreciate that, Dre. We're going to hit a break here. Steve, Gloria, Eric, Robin, please hold on. We'll get to you on the other side. What do you want to see from this young core? What do you think is realistic to see from this young core? And what do you think the identity of the Warriors is right now after a 5-7 and seven start, despite having two big wins against Sacramento and Cleveland where Curry drags you? Is the identity Stephen Curry? Is the identity this two timelines? We're going to dig into that and more on the other side of this commercial break. Evan Giddings in 95.7 uh, with Shamari Block. We're back after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ball comes up top to Draymond. Now over to Lamb. Right corner three. Let's it fly. Three more for the young man out of Vermont. He ties the game. Now back to 95-7 the game. That wasn't Clay Thompson. That wasn't Jordan Poole. Heck, that wasn't Steph Curry who had 18 in the fourth quarter last night, 10 in the final minute, 18. That was Anthony Lamb. He's the Gamote. <laughs> And that's kind of what, what this entire conversation is is swirling around. Shamari Block, Evan Giddings here on 95-7 The Game. Anthony Lamb, who, who did play well last night, 24 and, and has minutes. played well, yeah. has played well. He, I mean, Dante DiVincenzo comes back into the rotation, so Ty Jerome is out. I think a lot of people aren't <laughs> unhappy about that. But Anthony Lamb might have had his best performance of the season. Not the reason that the Warriors won 106 103 against the uh, the Cavaliers, but certainly aided in that effort. And uh, Shamari, I, I want to just just quickly before we get back to the caller, Steve, Gloria, Eric, Robin, hanging on hold here. Like, did do you have an issue with Anthony Lamb? Like, not not necessarily his play, but the fact that he's getting 24 minutes right now. I don't have an issue with that. I just feel that that just like Bielitsa in like 18 and two start, Bielitsa was a big part of that. Okay. When you got to the playoffs and you were going against the Jokic's of the world and the Grizzlies and the Lucas, he couldn't help you because he was limited athletically. And Anthony Lamb is not limited athletically necessarily, but he's a he is a run of the mill NBA caliber athlete. Just you know, he's a better athlete than me and you. 
No doubt. <laughs> right. No but doubt. In the, in the world of NBA athletes, he's, he's ho-hum. And I feel that that he's not going to be as effective in a playoff series against the elite of elite when, when playoff atmosphere and intensity kicks in. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Let's see what Gloria from San Francisco has to say. She was at the game last night, so going to bring some uh, Chase Center perspective to the program. Appreciate you calling in, Gloria. What do you got for us? You're on with Evan Giddings and Shamari Block here on 95.7 The Game. Thanks, guys, for taking my call. The atmosphere was electric last night. It was my first time at Chase. Comparing it to Oracle, you know, the demographics of the fan base is different, but the energy is there. The graphics, the the big uh, video screen, second to none, just the energy that the music provides when the Warriors have the ball is as if they're going to do something great every time they bring the ball up. So the energy was there. The identity um, of the team right now is definitely Steph Curry and his amazing play and his just as he's aging, it's as if we're witnessing him getting even better. His efficiency, he only had two turnovers last night, and that has been some of his Achilles heel in the past was turning the ball over. But the team as a whole seemed more focused. So those days off really provided them the opportunity to gain more cohesiveness. Right now, I think that Steve, uh, that Steve Kerr is just, Still trying to mix and match and find the right chemistry uh, with the players on this roster. We miss, I mean, tremendously miss Otto Porter and and Gary Payton, the third or the second. Um, With that being said, the acquisitions of the two that they got on their roster now just hasn't performed up to standard. So that's why... Uh, players like Lamb is getting his turn in just to see what he could provide energy-wise. Efficiently, he's shooting threes at a nice rate. But like has already been said, in a playoff run against a challenge-proven veteran team right now that is athletic and long and skilled like Memphis, what we have right now won't get it done. So I did see Kaminga get in, and um, he still has to uh, acquire more minutes and just learn what Steve Kerr and that coaching staff wants him to do. We know he has tons of athleticism, but he has to play the Warriors' brand of ball. And no matter how much upside Wiseman has, um, it has to – first get developed because, quite frankly, he didn't play long enough in the collegiate uh, realm to be able to see what he has. We know that uh, he comes with great pedigree, but he needs more time. Appreciate that, Gloria. No, it's it's interesting, and and maybe they'll get that chance, not on Sunday, but Shamar with a back-to-back coming up on Monday. Anthony Slater of The Athletic and 95.7 The Game Warriors Insider tweeting out Warriors playing all of their available veterans tomorrow in Sacramento. That's on Sunday, 6 o'clock tip. Front side of a back-to-back. They're at home against the Spurs on Monday. Clay Thompson has sat, of course, the tail end of back-to-backs. So maybe that's a chance for Kaminga or Wiseman or Moody to get those major minutes like they did against New Orleans. Well, but even in that game, though, who played most of the minutes? Kaminga played 30. Yeah, Ty Jerome played a bunch of minutes. Yeah, Jordan Poole played a bunch of minutes. I think Wiseman got something like 13 or 14 and you still had you still had because he's got to play every game you still had Looney play a bunch of minutes in that game and you know I don't know if they they what they need is experience not minutes and what I mean by that is that they need to okay so Wiseman and Kaminga and Moody and Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb playing 30 minutes together that's not what they need to learn to play with Steph Curry. They need to learn to play with Draymond Green. They need to learn to be contributors to this team because what the, the team that played the Pelicans, right? Oh, they did great. They almost played, you know, they almost beat the Pelicans, right? They were close. They were in it with like a minute left. That team le- plays well together, but when you Mix and match because that, substitutions. This, these, this isn't hockey, right? Hockey are the hockey lines. It's like this is the second line. These guys always play together. This is the third line. 
basketball substitutions tend to start with one or two guys coming in. And then, you know, these two guys go out and then two guys play minutes with three starters. And then you get what I'm saying? So in order to be effective, they need to learn to play the Warriors way. I don't know why they don't know how to do this yet. That's troubling. But I don't know that, you know, 20 minutes uh, uh, for each of those guys with Steph Curry sitting on the bench cheering them on helps them out a lot. Uh, maybe Steve from Oakland has an answer and wants to talk about the role players here on 95.7 The Game. Appreciate you, Steve, calling in. I mean, what what do you see so far? I understand Shamari wants them to play with the starters, uh, the, the young guys, but they haven't proven it yet. What what do you want to see from the role guys? I want to see a better, a better sense of awareness as far as their basketball IQ, and I want to see a better effort on defense as well. I think a lot of championship teams are built on IQ and effort. And 2015 Warriors, for example, you know, you have players that potentially could have been stars on other teams. It's proven. Like, Iguodala was, uh, you know, at a really good stage of his career, and so was Sean Livingston, even though of injury. But, you know, uh, Kaminga and Wiseman really haven't proven that they have the IQ and the effort in order to be great players. So maybe they, they're not potential stars. Maybe we need to look elsewhere in the future. Because right now, both of them are out of position, both defensively and offensively. They look lost out there. And it's not going to change because IQ is something you learn when you're a kid. You know, and, and, you, and you build up to it. By the time you're a pro, you, you know it. And these are the guys that historically the Warriors have drafted in the past. High IQ guys like Draymond Green, for example, who wasn't a starter. He was a role player until he wasn't, until they – until he proved that he was more effective on the floor than David Lee was. So I, I just think IQ is something you learn and gradually get better at. At this point in their career, if they don't have IQ, they might not ever have it, you know. And it's nerves. As far as, as far as Wiseman's hands go, it's not really IQ. In, in some cases with him, is he's nervous out there because he is walking on eggshells. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, Steve. I think some some interesting points there, Shamari, but where I want to start is he's right. Draymond didn't have a chance to play a whole lot of minutes early in his career, but when David Lee got hurt at the beginning of the 2015 season, based on the previous experience that Draymond had captured, being on a team that was was young and up-and-coming, was ready for the spotlight. So that's why Draymond telling the young guys to make the most of their minutes as in one vein I think a little unrealistic because he didn't have to go through the same thing. He wasn't playing behind three, you know, maybe four Hall of Famers like are currently on this roster. <laughs> he was playing behind David Stinkin' Lee, who who was an All Star. David Lee was a good he player in his all-star. own right. He was an All Star, but he, but of course, he wasn't Draymond Green. <laughs> yeah. This is why a game like San Antonio on Monday is important. I know I know you're saying they need to learn how to play alongside Steph and Clay and all the rest of those guys that they may need to play with in a playoff series. But they also just need to get on the floor. And so if Draymond is saying, "Hey, look, I'm sorry, man. You, like there's 9 minutes at a time here. There's 10 minutes at a time here. But look, next week on Monday against the Spurs, a team that we're not punting on the game. We're going to give you a chance to play 35 minutes. We're going to give Moody a chance to play 30 minutes. Wiseman, you're going to have to earn more than maybe the 16 or 20 that he played against New Orleans. We're going to give you a chance. That's when, unfortunately, right now at this stage in their career, that's when the rookies need, or sorry, not the rookies, the young guys need to show you what they got. Okay, but at what point, at what point, at least for you, because I don't know. I don't know that this experiment, well, obviously it hasn't worked. I'm not ready to say that it's a failure yet. It hasn't worked yet. But if we get to the end of this season and not a single one of these guys can contribute to this team in a meaningful way, I'm talking about night in, night out, one of these guys is playing 15, 20 minutes off of the bench, then then I say that that you have failed. That they failed. They made the wrong selection. They didn't do whatever. When when were your evaluation of this team, of these young guys? When, 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 how long do you, much more do you think you need before you can figure out what you got here with these guys? Is it you know, three more seasons or like two more weeks? I don't know. What What is it? I, I'm pacing it on the result of the season. Like if the mm-hmm. Warriors win the championship the, the win the championship this year, I, I can't call it a failure. Like I know you haven't developed maybe the the next wave, the next timeline. But if the goal is to win now, 
is to maximize Curry's window because he's still playing, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, unbelievable basketball, maybe the best he's ever played in his career, then if you win now, there's no way I can quantify this season as a failure, like or, or, or the development as a failure. Well, but see, you, you took Jonathan Kaminga. Yes. You could have had a Franz Wagner. You could have had a Devion Mitchell. You could have had a Zaire Williams even. Guys, and I feel like would fit into this team better because their mentality is that of a role player. They're ready to come in. You, you draft a Kaminga because of the upside, and it, it it's potentially a disaster, not necessarily because he doesn't have the skill set or, or anything like that, but because what this team needs is a Ty Jerome, a, a Anthony Lamb. They need a guy that's going to come in and do all the little right things because that's what they – that that's what they that's their entire basketball career. That's who they've been. And Kaminga's not that guy. And I don't know. I don't know that 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 he will ever fall into role player mindset. And that's what I think might be the thing that's holding him back more than anything. I don't think they need him to fall into role player mindset. What they need him to be is ready. In two or three years, when Clay Thompson maybe is on the last leg of his career, when maybe Draymond Green is fading out of the limelight, Stephen Curry, I don't know, he could play till he's forty-five. I've, I have no clue what, uh, when that guy's going to fall <laughs> off a cliff. But, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe, I mean, Andrew Wiggins is going to be here for four more years. Jordan Poole is going to be here for four more years. Mm-hmm. Right now, you're grooming Moody, Kaminga, Wiseman to step in once the big three are potentially gone. Like, there's only five starting spots. I'm sorry. And they're just going to be here on scholarship for three more seasons, not not contributing anything? Like, let's, let's, let's just say that the Warriors win, which I think is completely possible, even without a significant contribution from those guys, because Steph Curry is that badass, right? Yeah. But <laughs> these guys are sitting here in the back of the bus eating hot Cheetos, man, and, like, with their feet up. That, that's not – that you don't you – don't, you don't spend that draft capital on that sort of thing. They need to contribute. They should be contributing, and they're not. They're 21 again, years I old. Don't, I don't necessarily blame them because we've been told by Steve Kerr and company not to blame them. They're working hard. But I do I, I do feel that, that that someone needs to accept the blame for that but there, because that's not how it should go There are examples of players who have played behind competitive rosters playoff caliber teams that have gone on to be successful NBA players. Like Jermaine O'Neal didn't play for the first four years of his career because he was on a Portland Trailblazers team that's a perennial playoff bound team. Like like there are guys that were drafted out of high school that didn't come along as quickly as Kevin Garnett or Kobe Bryant. Like Kaminga has not played that much basketball in competitive basketball in the states but he like, played in the G League he played for the G League at night so you talk about he he was you, in the you, G you League just ta- you for just, an entire you just said season. earlier that the G League is basically JV so so well, how- yeah no if you're Jonathan Kaminga it is yeah no if you again if you're Jordan Poole you can develop in the G League because people you people there are your equal he has no equals like his equals are in the NBA and they're they're playing at the highest level physically speaking yeah, well, let's let's see uh, what our callers have to think about this. 888-957-9570. Evan Giddings and Shamari block up until 5 o'clock. Let's go to Robin from San Francisco, always a favorite here. Uh, wants to respond to one of our earlier callers and talk about, I'm assuming, this young core. Robin, what's going on? How are you? You're on 95.7 The Game. I'm fine. Uh, hey, Shamari, you know what the identity of this team is? What is it? The year before last, what did I say? It was Steph Curry, and Curry, Pookie and, Pookie and, them. and them. And that's what's happening all <laughs> over again, okay? Yeah. And he don't have to. Yeah, it, 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 tell me if I'm lying. It's Steph Curry, Curry, and Pookie and them. And he don't want to, he didn't have, he didn't want to work that hard. And they went out and got him some, some, some players that had some experience, that understood concepts, and put in the hard work and won. That's the difference between this team and that and, and, and last year. First of all, that call is, I, I want to say this, and no disrespect to new fans that all of a sudden from North Carolina or whatever, y'all warrior, y'all warrior experts, but where were y'all when we won only 25 games and they, they wasn't even on TV? So I take whatever they have to say with a grain of salt. But I do respect their basketball knowledge. But about this team, no. The thing is, is that the goal, 
Larry, you mentioned the goal. What is the goal? Okay, we can all to win a championship. Now, what is the goal? My, I think the goal is for, from a business standpoint is to make the team sustainable to make Joe Lacob's pockets fat. I don't think <laughs> any of us know really what the goal is. I'm confused about the goal. Is it to win championships for the window closing? I thought that was last year. So I know it's all speculation. It's all good radio. This caller last last time was spot on. You can't teach IQ. Let's just face it. Kaminga, he can be athletic, do all the lives in the world, but if you don't know where you are on defense, you don't understand concepts, and better yet, you think you should carry a bigger role, then go play on a Minnesota team. Because let me tell you, Anthony, you, Anthony Edwards, he, he, he in a whole different beginner league than Jonathan Kaminga. So for people compare, making that false comparison, that's crap. He's not a K. He's none of that. Moody, I see all these players. I don't see these players as concrete uh, features. I see these players that can be developed and be, can be chess pieces. That's how I look at it. Because at the bottom of the at the end of the uh, at the end of the day, it's all a bit. It's all business wise. Uh, uh, Wiseman, you you know uh, that, that that New Orleans game that was a, de- a developmental game. He said, "Good." <laughs> I'm not going to put my starters in. That was a, de- a developmental game. They got to wait. They tell you, what they think? They was just going to come in and shine because they got you, you got Look who you playing behind. I don't get it. I don't get the excuses our fans make. All of a sudden, you want to just destroy what, what, what was built here. We wasn't even, we was on wide world sports. We couldn't even make wild water sports. Now listen to how we talk it. <laughs> Appreciate that, Robin. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, we're basically on ESPN, the Ocho. I mean, it was. <laughs> it was bad times. I, I, I think. Look, she, she makes a lot of a lot of great points as Robin always does. As always, yeah. I mean, and that's 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 the issue right now. But to her point, along with I think she was going to Tim from North Carolina earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, if if you can't you know be patient, you got to be on another. You got to go to another team. Well, you can't. Like, <laughs> you, you, you can't go to another team. I'm sorry. No one's like you said earlier. Who would want? Coming in Wiseman right now for something that's valuable enough for the Warriors to, to take want back. it back. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. No, you can get pennies on the dollar. You can go out there and you know. I, I think I heard somebody say something. Siakam. You know, it's like I would love Siakam. Siakam. That'd be great. I, a bold <laughs> strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. I I take that in a second. That was on the ocean. Do, do you think Toronto? <laughs> you think Toronto's going to be like, oh sure, we'll, we'll take two draft picks that. That can't even play six minutes a game in your offense, and we'll get we'll trade you for a perennial all star. Yeah, sure. r- r- right That's now you're, you're trying to thread a needle of trading two young guys with probably not that much value for a veteran player that is going to be able to help you win now. I don't know how many of those guys are out there. Like that's a very delicate line that you're trying to walk. And at this point, I understand why the Warriors, even though maybe they they haven't developed them to the point that we'd be uh, satisfied with at this point, you kind of are, you're stuck with them. Like I'm okay. sorry. The five one zero is chiming in on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Four to five years for young guys to get used to playing a grown man game. Do you buy that? I I, I, I do. Don't. When the four to five years start at age eighteen. Maybe that takes you to 22, 23, but. And, but and right now they're 21, guys, 20. But there are guys that are like 22 tearing up the league right now. Yeah, Anthony Edwards, he's he was the number one overall pick. But again, not to say that, okay, I'm not saying that, okay, every 22 year old should be. Te- I'm not saying that. I'm also saying that the idea that it takes five years to learn to play NBA basketball it is, I'll put it like this, okay? That is the. That is the, oh, okay, I'm thinking of a word here that I can't say. That is the remedial class, okay? It takes you four years if you're in the remedial class. If, if that's if that's your level of, of, of learning is remedial, it takes four to five years. But what they need is minutes. It's games. So right now we, we tossed around Wiseman's play to combine over his three years. Unfortunately, due to injuries, played 50-ish games, right? Okay, so... What if I told you that James Wiseman could be, I don't know, whatever you envision his his ceiling to be, but it's going to take him 500 games to get there? That, that's, Are, that's eight NBA seasons. 
80 times 5. Yeah, that's something that's, like that's eight like seasons. Four, that's like four years. Is it? Okay. All right. it, I all mean, right. assuming you're playing all 82, maybe you don't, maybe you do. Okay. But, like, but that's four to five seasons. Okay. That's My about math isn't what, great all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. No, 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 you're good. But, yeah. but, but that's what the 510 on the Xfinity Mobile Text Line is bringing up. It could take four to five years. You need to play games, and right now there's just no games for them to play because of who's who else is on the roster. 510 650 is chiming in. Took Looney six years. Looney was injured when they drafted him. Then he got injured coming out. And really, if you ask me, once Looney started playing, year year two of him playing regular games, he was legit. Like that finals appearance where he came in and he was uh and he was Ding up guys on the perimeter and whatnot and do it. Like that was basically year two of him playing any sort of meaningful minutes. Yeah, no, that's that's fair, and and this is what I want to contri- uh, continue on the other side. Eric and SF, please hold on. Bobby in Oakland, we appreciate you calling in. We got two more hours left, taking you up until five o'clock here at ninety-five-seven. The game. What do the Warriors do? They need to give their guys minutes? Do the guys deserve to get minutes? How do you even evaluate what a high IQ player is? We're going to try and figure this out. We also got some 49ers up on the horizon, a big Sunday night football game, of course, coming up tomorrow at five twenty against the Chargers. Niners are four and four. Chargers are five and three. Big matchup at Levi's. We got all of that and more coming up next year on 95.7 The Game. You're listening to Evan Giddings alongside Shamari Block. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.